You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Welcome back. BeckQL Daily right here on the BeckQL Network. Joe O, Joe Deere, and Hawks are with you on a Tuesday. Ton of NFL to get to today. A couple of great guests. Connor Allen later in the show. And we'll do some college football, Kenny White, and look ahead to the first week of the college football season, which is just a few weeks away. We're really close to football now. Uh, it doesn't feel like it because it's like 100 degrees on the East Coast, Aaron, and humidity is yeah. just – it's awful. But we're close. We're close to football. And 65 fall. here. 65 oh, right now. I'm jealous. So. I'm jealous. <laughs> it is so – like I, I hate it. It's just so hot. But anyway, we're getting you, close to football. You know what's crazy about that? Because it's like you don't want to go to preseason because it's so hot and humid. And you only have like a one or two week window of decent weather. And then it's just so cold. You also don't want to go to a game. If I know. And I like fall coast. weather. Like I like the actual yeah. fall. I want fall weather. But hopefully yeah. we'll get there in, in about a month or so. But football is on the way. And we saw this yesterday. I think it's interesting. Um, you know, every year it feels like the NFL is a point of emphasis for the referees. Like, hey, we kind of relax on that last year. Let's not ignore it again. And then it seems like when they do this, they overcompensate. Like, the referees are like, all right, you want us to call this? Well, we'll call it a lot. So the one this year that the referees have been asked to pay attention to, NFL officials are being asked to um, pay more attention to illegal contact, which obviously five yards down the field, you can't contact the wide receiver. Uh, otherwise, it's a first down, automatic first down, five-year penalty, automatic first down. So you look at the numbers last year, uh, first down, uh, 97, between 20, 2002 and 2020, there was an average of 97 times per season, officials flagged legal contact. That number dropped to mm-hmm. 36 last year. If you look at that, there's uh, two other years in the last couple decades, they, they kind of reminded them, hey, don't forget about illegal contact. The numbers jumped significantly as soon as they reminded them. So my guess is, mm-hmm. Joe, we're going to see a lot more of these, and I think that's going to lead to more scoring. I mean, that those are easy; those are free first downs for good quarterbacks. I was shocked to see it was only called thirty-six times last year, and then upheld. I think it was only 28, 28, 29, somewhere in that range. That I was like, really? That that's all we saw it all season long. Uh, I was looking at it. It was never called against 13 teams all year. Wow. And 15 teams never received the benefit of that call. Half, almost half, exactly half the league for both of those. Uh, remarkable. So after seeing the numbers of the jumps that you're talking about that ha- occurred in 2004 and 2014, so they do this about every decade, I, I don't hate it as much as most people. I understand the thinking after seeing an average of 97 per year between 02 and 20, about, you know, right around that 100 mark, and then it drops to 36 last year. So I, I understand, but you're right. The point of emphasis, that means anytime it's close, anytime that it goes through their head, they're going to throw that flag. 
every single time. So what has happened? Uh, how does it impact totals? That's our question. That's the purpose of this conversation as a betting mm -hmm. show. So why would they make the move? Was it only because the penalties were down or is this a way to increase scoring? Looked at that. Did you realize that scoring went down nearly two full points last year? Offensive league, all about the quarterback. I was shocked to see that. 2020, 24.8 points per game. 2021, 23 points per game only. Now, I don't know if that's the teams at the, bo the bottom, the offenses are so bad, it's bringing it down a little bit. But I thought that was pretty amazing. Now, in 2020, the COVID year, there was a two-point jump. Was that because there weren't fans, easier on the road? Like oh, this, this could all be, be a part of it. But the bottom line is, I think the, the league saw that scoring went down nearly two full points last season. And they're like, no, 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 we've got to fix, it, fix this. And they probably noticed this happen. Like, okay, this is a way around. This is how we can extend some of those drives. Uh, we're we're going to have more scoring. It's once again, when people complain about it, like it's real. Sometimes you get sick of hearing about it, but everything is advantage offense. And here's another example, advantage offense. Even though it's a league that was already there, it's a rule that was already there, they're making it a point of emphasis now. Uh, so these last two times, they made illegal contact a point of emphasis. 2004, scoring did go up. It went up less than a point, okay? But think about it, 2004, they're just barely at that 20 mark. It went up to 21.5. In 2014, it actually went down. So are we guaranteed that the scoring is going to increase? No, but... I think there's a there's a very strong there's a reason to believe that it will. And it's something I was considering is the quarterback play. The top end is always going to be great, but there's more passing than we've ever seen in the past. And I, I think the big difference is when you look at past the leap, past the top five, if we go to top ten to twelve, that level of quarterback is so much better than we saw in 2004, 2014. Like last year, quarterback rating has a lot of flaws. But last year I noticed, okay, let, let's see quarterback rating. Who's 10th in the league? 10th was Pat Mahomes last year. 11th was Justin Herbert. <laughs> like, I, I don't know that that's going to repeat itself, but I, I found that to be fascinating, and their rating is around 98. In 2014, it was Russell Wilson and Matt Ryan. Their rating was around 94. In 2004, the the quarterback rating around 10, 11 is low 90s, and it was Brett Favre 10th, your boy Chad Pennington 11th. We see the big difference here. There 11th we go. There we is go. Justin Herbert last year, but in 2004, it's Chad Pennington. 12th is Jake DeLome. 13th was Billy Volek. So over the last couple of years, the level of quarterback, once you get to the second tier, is not even close. So I do agree with your overall premise that we're going to see a huge uh, – we're going to see a sig significant – I hesitate to say huge, but they're probably looking to go back up two points, and I think that's what they're going to get. Yeah, I mean, I, I looked at the, the passing those years too, Joe. You know what stood out to me? 
Jimmy Garoppolo last year at a higher pass rating than Breeze and Brady in 14. Like, just think about that for a second. Like, think about the way we think about Jimmy Garoppolo, who's not even going to be a starter this year. He had a higher mm-hmm. pass rating last year than Breeze and Brady did in 14. Like, it's just efficiency so much higher now yeah. than it used to be. Aaron, I think this could be a big deal. We could see a – I mean, when you get a free first down in a drive with these good quarterbacks Joe's talking about, it, it's almost like – they're going to score. You can't give quarterbacks free first downs like Mahomes and Rodgers. They're going to put the ball in the end zone or at least get it close enough for a field goal. I think, I think we're going to get more scoring this year, and it's going to impact the totals we talk yeah. about. Yeah, I think so too. More scoring. I'm all for it. Um, I was thinking about a player like Derek Carr too could really benefit from something like this in the Raiders. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Well, think about their best receivers. I wonder which receivers are the ones that are going to benefit. Do you think it's a guy like Devontae Adams, like Aaron's kind of referencing here, that is so big and physical that you have to keep your hands on him? Or is it the shifty guys? I don't know which. That's a good question. Like, which are going to benefit, could benefit more? most? Yeah. yeah. See, my first thought was not the style of receiver, but the vo- the sheer volume. When you said big physical guys, Devontae Adams, He's going to, I think he's going to be near the top of the league in targets, just like he was in Green Bay. It's going to be the same situation sure. in Vegas. They're going to go out of way, the way to attack him. Then you said shifty guys. You think of Cooper Cup, and he's going to be near the top of the league. I, I think both is your answer there. It's just going to be the sheer volume, the guys that get the most chances. It's also interesting that you mentioned the scoring went down last year. I, I wonder, are they trying to reverse engineer scoring back up? Because that pandemic year was weird. There was no home field advantage. There were no crowds. Yeah. We talked about that last summer. Like, what's that going to do? Like, th- these quarterbacks had no sound in the building for a lot of those games, right? There was zero people there or whatever until the end of the season. So it is weird. It went down two points per game last year. That's a lot. Okay. So it's let's. Weird. Yeah, it is weird. Um, let's look back. Okay. In 2017, it was 21 7. Then it goes up about a point and a half in 2018. Then it goes down a half a point in 2019, up to in 2020, down almost to in mm. 2021. So that that 24.8 that we saw in 2020, you would think that's your outlier. And it's the highest we've ever seen by a significant margin. 24.8, there was no other year that had 24. None. Uh, the next highest was... 23.6 over a point less and that was in 1948 <laughs> that was that was your that's your next highest so i that's what they want right 25 sure. points per game per team 
Okay. Yeah, I mean, yeah. I mean, good luck. It, it, it doesn't it tell you that that's exactly what they want? More scoring, more scoring, more scoring. And every year, if it doesn't happen, they're going to create something. They're going to make some changes to make sure that occurs. All right, let's let's flip it forward to week one. Okay, I'm looking at the totals for the games now. Sometimes when this happens, we notice the first few weeks of the preseason that they go crazy. What was it? Um, was it head-to-head penalties? It was one of these years recently, right? They've had a point of emphasis, and then wasn't like the first few weeks of the preseason we just saw a crazy amount of flags on it. I forget what it was, but one of the points of emphasis, we saw it mm-hmm. right away in the preseason. If that happens, if the next few weeks we see a lot of these calls, do we think it's going to change the way we view – like, is it going to hit people? Like, hey, this is going to change the game? Because I'm looking at totals for week one. Right now, we are looking at, and I'm just, it's a first glance for me at the totals. It feels mm-hmm. like there's a lot of low numbers, lower numbers in week one this year. Like, yeah, there are some, a couple over 50, right? The Bills and Rams, that, that could certainly there be are, a game. There are, four in the, there are four into the 50s, four games. But there are also, I'm seeing... You know, a good amount, 44 or mm-hmm. less. There's a 41 and a half. There's a 42 and a half or 42, yep. excuse me, with the, the Bears game. There's there's some lower numbers. I wonder a 42 and a half a Monday night with the Broncos and Seahawks. I, I wonder if I wonder if we get some higher numbers in week one and there's an opportunity there. 40, yeah, 43, 44. Those are viewed as key numbers. And we've got four games that are 42 or less. At most spots, so yeah, I think they're trying to figure out. So what's what's the middle? What's your average going to be? So what was the average Probably, score last year? You said it twenty. What last year per team? Twenty. Um, let's. It was twenty three. So forty six. So forty sounds about right. Forty six is a yeah. Huh. So yeah, so there's a good amount under that for week one. Forty six the total for Eagles Lions. Get ready for Dan Campbell prepping tonight. Oh, I'm ready for tonight. You ready for hard knocks, Aaron? <laughs> Ten o'clock no. Eastern. I'm ready. Come on, live a little. <laughs> yeah. So we're not doing a segment I tomorrow. I need to know right now. Do I need to stay up and watch it? I'll, I'll be up either way. And I'm, we can and I'm fill you guys. in. We can do it in off the. So board. you're gonna we watch. Can fill you in. So you're going to watch. Yes. I will watch. I'm going I'll to be watch. watching tonight. Right, Joe, you don't. I don't know for how long. Depending on how entertaining it is, is how long I'll be tuned in for. Yeah. If it's trash, I might just decide to go to bed. If it's entertaining, I might be a little tired tomorrow for no reason. But if it's trash, we'll have a lot to talk about anyways. True. I wonder if I wonder if anyone is entertaining besides Campbell. Like, I wonder who the cameras are going to gravitate towards. He's obviously the star it's, of the show. There's going to be a no-name player, right? They always find compelling storylines, the ones that tug at your heartstrings, the funny stuff. It, I'm sure there'll be a mix of everything. So we're probably going to decide if we're in or out. Like You guys are already in. Okay, fine. But I might be all the way out on the lines after watching this, is what I'm thinking. I, yeah, you're trending that way. I mean, you're the last I couple am. weeks, this, you've been Mr. Anti-Lion. Oh, I know That's who Joe G's going to love. I know. I already know it on the coaching staff. Who? I, oh, yeah. I didn't know he was part of this coaching staff because he's a Joe G guy. I guarantee this player when Wait, is it Deuce? he was Deuce playing. Staley? No, 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 no. It's Aaron, not a Philadelphia. Aaron Glenn? Aaron Glenn? Nope, nope, nope. Hmm. Um, I guarantee when this player 
played. Joji loved him. Mark Brunel's the quarterback's coach. Oh, I loved Mark Brunel. <laughs> <laughs> White quarterback, Joe, mediocre ass player. Joji loved no, him. No, Mark Brunel was better than mediocre. You're, you're not being fair to Mark Brunel. Mark Brunel could play. Mark Brunel oh, was wow. ahead of his time. Mark Brunel was a poor man, Steve Young. Let's call it for what it was. He was a good player. No, he, I actually liked him too. He was pretty good. Yeah. Yeah, that's remember that Jaguars team with Coughlin like 95, 96? They won that run to the AFC title game with him. Oh yeah, yes. Mark Brunel was ahead of his time. Oh, I didn't know he's a quarterback coach. Neither did I. Oh, I'm bat all in on the Lions over the win total. Oh man, I. Be- because Mark Brunel is coaching Jared Goff, you're in? Yes. I mean, yeah, okay. you hit it. Yes. Better than Sean McVay. <laughs> no, but I was in. Um, I'm looking at Mark Brunel's stats here. The guy was, it's amazing how much he, how well he ran. I mean, he had 2,400 rushing yards as a quarterback. Yeah. And that was a time where did quarterbacks he- really weren't doing it. Did he do some media? I feel like he did. Maybe he did. Yeah. Um, he was on the sure Jets we'll hard about. knocks. He was on the Jets hard knocks with uh, Sanchez. Yes. It's a backup. Yeah. Oh, he, that, that was that's a good career. quarterback room. That's the best quarterback. What if he's room. was he better than Kevin O'Connell? Probably. As a player, yeah, ten times better. Uh, Joe O, Joe G, Aaron Hawksworth, BeckQL Daily on this side. We'll go off the board right here on the BeckQL Network. You're listening to BetQL Daily, presented by BetMGM, with Joe Ostrowski, Joe Giglio, and Aaron Hawksworth from BetQL.